Hey, Snuffing Torches listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. What's up, Snuffing Torches? Welcome in Survivor 44, Episode 7 Recap. We've got a pretty full crew tonight. Uh, myself, Nate, Glenny, John, Rich, and Clemmer. Um, let's just get into it. I, re- I really didn't like that episode. I don't know if I'm just in a bad mood, if I'm grumpy, but... So many fucking, just so many stupid twists and everybody crying at tribal. My life's hard. No, my life's harder. It's like, it's just, that's just not what Survivor is to me. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad at the result. I'm glad we got Crybaby Matt out of there. Honestly, though, I was, he was starting to grow on me because it was, he was getting fun to hate watch. And I was kind of curious as to how him and Franny's relationship was going to develop. Overall, I just, it just, to me, the whole thing is like, it wasn't fair to him or to anyone that they end up going to tribal with only five people for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren loses her vote for no good reason. Tommy, if I may. One in four chance of going home. It just, I, I think we could have had a, a fun, chaotic vote with 11 people tonight. And instead, we had like, basically, it came down to two people uh, in Matt and Jam Jam. Yeah. Tommy, a merge is a merge. So we merge. But then we make it two tribes. And then so we have this tiny pool of people who can be voted out. And then we give someone else the power to control a vote, which I absolutely hate. Because when it boils down to it, all you have in Survivor is your vote. The one you can write down a name. That's what you're given. And to give someone the control to the power to control your vote is just so asinine to me. I hate it. I hated the fact it's just. Sorry, I, I, I'm I'm very overwhelmed by what we just saw because Matt didn't bring his bag, so he would have used his idol, so he would have been saved. It's just I didn't like the progression of anything that we just saw whatsoever. I, I think the concept of the game tonight was very lost. Uh, it shouldn't be that difficult. Survivor is a game of relationships and strategy, and they completely tossed that out the window at the most important time, which is tribal. I, I really, really, really did not like it. Yeah, I've been watching this show since 2000 um, pretty regularly. Uh, I think I've missed only one or two seasons. Um, I was left, the first thing I said off before we started running was I'm confused. Uh, I don't know if what happened with Lauren's votes. It sounds like she didn't play one of them, did play. I don't understand why Matt... And Jam Jam, we're going to decide together and both vote a certain way. None of this made any sense to me. Uh, and all, to tack on gimmicks that are just irrelevant and not necessary. Uh, I was left confused and kind of disappointed. I'm just going to echo what all of you just said. I'm very yeah. confused. I don't even know what to really say. Also, one thing that popped in my head. I don't know if anyone else thought this. Or I, it could be really dumb. During the immunity challenge, since Franny had already won individual immunity, if she just dropped, wouldn't Matt and more people have been safe? Yeah. Since she's done that? That's what a lot of people are saying is that basically so when it came down to Franny and Brandon, if Franny dropped, uh, then Matt would have been safe from tribal. Franny would have gone to tribal, but she would have she been would safe have been with safe. the immunity around yeah. that. So it's like basically Franny could have saved Matt. Um, the only thing is I, I think it's hard to think of that in the moment. Uh, and I think that maybe she she wanted to have that immunity on her own, add to her pedigree for the game, maybe thought Matt would be fine on his own. In retrospect, it's easy to say, oh, Franny, she should have dropped. Matt would be safe. I think in the moment, I, I don't totally 
I don't think that was like a huge mess up. I disagree with you, Tommy. I think she should have been more aware of that. I think when the tribes are that small, there's only 10 people there, only five are competing. You need to have more awareness with who is on that side. And if you have someone that's always going to vote your way, that's a value. That's, that's much more valuable than even an immunity necklace to have that asset next to you. You need to do whatever it takes. You have time to think about it. You're just sitting there holding this ball. You have nothing but time. She should have been more aware of the situation. But, but is there a – I mean, I don't think there was, but this is going to go through my head. Is there a part of Franny where it's like, all right, well, now that Matt's gone, like the, uh, the the target – I actually think this overall is a good thing for Franny because I, I think I agree. Too. Franny were going to eventually really have the target on them and one of them was going to get taken out. And yep. now Franny, I mean, is just – I still think in a good position with a lot of people and she has no target on her back. Matt yeah. being around just painted a target on her back. I, I think myself and Clemmer – agreed last week that Franny is a bigger player in this game uh, than people are giving her credit for. And I think she proved it tonight. Well, we thought her as winner picks. Oh, and Tommy, I a hundred percent agree. This is, I don't, I don't know if she realizes at the time that was the best way this vote could have gone. Cause Yam Yam is still chopping block. Her biggest ally was Matt is gone, but now she looks even more strong. And I don't, I mean, they liked Matt. I don't, do you guys think he was like an actual power player in the no, game? Not even close. Okay, I'm Matt making sure I'm not on an the island there. Matt was too caught up with with Lauren, with <laughs> for anything. He was Matt was in it for the push. He was, he was booping not left and right. He was just a nose boop monster. Yeah, and yeah. about Franny, I, this was the first week I saw Franny and thought, okay, like she's gonna make a bad decision regarding Matt. Like like she was tied up in Matt today and getting emotional when she was talking about him. And I kind of didn't think she would be like that early on. Like, I thought she was smarter than that and kind of, like, saw the relationship for what it was and put Survivor first. I could see her, you know, making some dumb decisions to try and save Matt, like keeping him around too long, you know, whatever. So him going, I think, was maybe good for her. So I, I see you guys saying, I see some people in the chat saying it confusing. I don't I, – I think I have a pretty good grasp of what happened. Uh, so – Five people are going to tribal council, right? We have, let me just um, read off the exact five that we have going to tribal council. So we have Lauren, Jam Jam, Jamie, Matt, and Brandon going to tribal council. Brandon is immune. Uh, Brandon, Jamie, and Lauren are together from their old orange tribe. So it becomes pretty apparent pretty quick that it's going to be Matt or Jam Jam. And they're deciding between, all right, Matt, you know, if we vote Matt out, that is going to piss a lot of people off. But is it smart to vote him out because he's got a lot of allies and he's a more dangerous player than Jam Jam? He's kind of floating. He's not really being taken too seriously by anybody. Uh, so originally I thought it would just be the three of them or, you know, Matt votes for Jam Jam, Jam Jam votes for Matt. The three of them throw their three votes together on one of them to decide who's going home. So, I, you know, we thought it would be a 4-1 vote. What they did or talked about doing was splitting the vote where I think two of their votes would have went on Matt okay. and one would have went on Jam Jam. So then you would have had, let's say, Brandon and Lauren's votes on Matt along with Jam Jam's votes on Matt, Heidi and Matt voting for Jam Jam. I don't totally know. There was no reason to split the, vo the vote there. And even Jam Jam and so Jam Jam has the idea, hey, Matt, they're going to split the vote. Why don't we come together? That wouldn't have done anything because it would have still been 2-2-1. Two, two, there's a revote, and Matt or Jam Jam are still going home. So, right. so why spend any time on that? Like, why is CBS even showing us that? Well, that I think 
I because that was the plan. Like they, CBS has to show what the plan was. I think that's more uh, testament to how stupid the players are. Than, All right, that's fair. the editors for that. Like that, you can't. You could split votes with six because you can do two, 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 and then vote four, two. With, with five, you can't split. There was yeah, like, did they know that Lauren had an extra vote? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Well, yeah, maybe if Lauren was going to use her extra vote. But even if they do, if Lauren uses two on Jam Jam, they use two on Matt, and then Matt and Jam Jam use two on whatever, on Lauren, then there'll be a tie, and then they'll... One of them two are still going up. Right. So I don't... I, I just... I couldn't wrap my head around it. It was really frustrating me. Like, they're wasting so much time on a false strategy. Yeah, I think it was just, a, like you said, a bad strategy. And then I think at Tribal, I think the plan still might have been where they were going to do the 2-1 vote. Maybe not. But I think once Heidi stole Lauren's vote and voted it on Jam Jam, maybe Brandon switched his vote and said, okay, well, Matt is our real target. We know two votes are going on Jam Jam between Heidi's stolen vote and Matt's. Let's make sure there's three votes on Matt. That is my read on it. That's where I think making it public did one of many disservices in this episode. Like, yep. if, if she could have gone and just whispered in her ear, that wouldn't have telegraphed it and maybe would have made the vote. Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, so I hated that twist overall. Let's talk about that. So, you know, the, the five, six, whatever, they go back, they have peanut butter and jellies, and there's a bird cage in the middle of camp, and they get a note that says there's keys, one of them works, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Heidi finds it and said she could control a vote, take someone's vote, and tell them who to vote for a tribal that night. I hated this. Like Nate, you said, like your vote is all you have, especially when you have a one in four chance of going home. Like, you know, five people are going to travel. Brandon say if you have a 25% chance of going home, and you maybe can't even control your own vote. And I think there there is something to that twist, maybe taking someone's vote, telling them who to vote for. That could work, but that could work when there's 10, 11 people at a tribal. Like, and Heidi did nothing to earn. And Heidi and just like happened. They all were told to search, and Heidi happened to find the right key. So I it, thought that was just so – there was already too many twists. That, I hated that. I don't know. It That really bothered me because it goes back to the fact that they merged but then split, and then they make her say it out loud. And I still don't know what she was supposed to do in that moment. It seemed like it was just a losing – winning that advantage shouldn't be such a losing proposition. It, it should be another peanut butter and jelly sandwich, not – change the dynamic of 44 seasons of survivor that should not be found in a birdcage with a random key it just it that really really grinds my gears and there's no reason they couldn't have just done that after the vote too right instead of making it public like let them all vote and said hey you're like you're changing one of these votes go tell jeff whose vote you're changing like or why would she just vote why would you want yeah, to win that advantage voted. Like what? Oh. What? What advantage do you have? Yeah, now Jam Jam is gonna be like fuck you. Caroline is gonna be like fuck you. Like she, th- that was so. The more that I think about, that was so stupid. That was not an advantage. Like Heidi got nothing out of that. The like okay, wait, the person so, she voted for didn't go home, and now she has two more people that are gonna hate her. So, I Tommy, think she even better at this than I am. What? What could she have done? Like what was her best option there? Like where? People don't get mad at like I I can't figure out what she was supposed to do. Yeah, I, I, I see a lot of people being like Lauren has two votes. So Lauren has two votes. It's, it's up. She's upfront about that. She has the extra vote. Um, she said that to Jeff. Basically, you know, Heidi only got control of one of Lauren's votes. So she only got control of Lauren's vote for that tribal council. Now, if Lauren wanted to, 
she could have used her extra vote at that tribal council and then just had a vote, had one vote. But she decided not to, I think, because she figured, well, whatever, I'm not fucking going home anyway. So Lauren, I think, was smart to preserve that extra vote. But, yeah, it would have been very stupid if she was able to take two, but obviously she wasn't able to. Um, so I think that was played correctly. But, yeah, it was – there's no – I think Heidi even looked surprised where, like, I think maybe she thought it was going to be anonymous or something. It, I, do I feel bad? I guess I feel bad for her, right? Lauren does still have her extra. For people saying Lauren 1,000% still has her extra book. Shout out Lauren, by the way. Big episode for her compared to every other episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heidi, too. Yeah, both of them. The two invisibles teaming up to steal each other's votes. That was, that was brutal. Do it. Should, should we should we start from the beginning with everything else? Yeah, might as well. Um, Glenny, you got anything? Dude, I, there's nothing else I could say. I'm just echoing the same thing we're all saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, we had Matt and Franny flirting early. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think one interesting thing, and not that it matters now because he's out of the game, but Matt realized that Danny – kind of screwed him over because Brandon was like, hey, this is how it works. There's a real idol. There's a fake guy in the bank uh, birdcage. And Matt was like, uh-oh, well, I only saw one idol in there, so I must have the fake one. There's a flashback. Danny clearly setting him up to take that. Um, Matt realized that. So he kind of painted a little bit of a target on Danny. He talked to a few people about it. Danny had his own plan where he wanted Lauren out because uh, Lauren didn't um, – or Lauren has the extra vote. So it seemed like early on – Danny could have been in trouble, that it was going to come down to Danny or Lauren. So that's something to be aware of now is that Danny, I think, has been doing good so far. The jury is now out that, hey, Danny's playing a little bit harder than people realize. Yeah. It's kind of a hindsight 2020 thing, but every time they pull out, like like when Matt realized his idol was fake, that could not have looked like a faker, more obvious yeah. fake idol. Like, it's like he pulled that out and he was almost, you could almost see him be like, how did I ever fucking think this was real? That would honestly be a funny twist one year is the idol just looks so obvious. <laughs> yeah. They should start doing it. That would be that. They might, might as well. They're doing everything else. Yeah, like the stick I the the um what's her name? The Eliza stick idol, Jason stick idol. Like just such an obviously <laughs> fake idol. And like you're just like, I don't know if I can even believe this is an idol. I'm trying uh, to find but yeah, so Danny could be set up going forward. I feel like Danny's uh, fucked. What? He's in too good a shape. They're going to take him out. Yeah. Uh, then we got, uh, you know, the challenge. They're split up. You got Lauren, Jam Jam, Jamie, Matt, Brandon on purple, orange, Danny, Heidi, Franny, Carson, Kane. Carson is the odd man out. He gets to choose what he joins. So here, what would your strategy be if you're Carson? Are you choosing? Wait, wait, wait. I sent it to the group chat. If you're dividing a merged tribe, it should always be by vote. Never drawing for teams. At least put some tribal dynamics into play in, in that aspect. I, I hate a random draw there. I think, I think the should... only reason they don't do that is then if you do that, you kind of have to show it, and maybe they think that wastes time. But that is so much more interesting than anything to me, and that helps divide lines and see who's aligning with who. Does, does Franny not pick Matt? because she or vice versa like that's interesting to me well also then you you do have another added layer of strategy there of if it's for this specific challenge with this set of rules and there's captains are you picking people you trust in case you go to tribal or are you picking people you think you're going to beat because you want to be able to win yeah. immunity challenge so there would have been a couple layers of strategy there yeah i i don't like random draws it should always be in my opinion if you're doing teams post merge how include some survivor gameplay into it and then to do that, 
in like a situation where you have to make somebody sit. Like, just avoid that. You should try to avoid that at all costs. Like, at least let everyone play. You easily could have just not done the teams, let everyone play. I don't know if the juice of having like your weird two five person team things is like really worth just not letting Carson be involved at all. I would avoid rather a 10 person vote. Oh, me too. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, if you're Carson there, are you, are you picking the team? I, I think if I'm Carson, I, first of all, that challenge to me is a crapshoot. I think it's pretty impossible to say, oh, I think that this team is going to have the winner because it's not a strength con. It's not a fucking tug of war. Like, it, it's going to be pretty even. I'm joining the team where I feel like if they lose, yeah. I'm better off at tribal council. I'm picking yeah. the team where I have more allies. On. I feel like anything in Survivor you should always be going worst case scenario. Right. And you should just be surrounding yourself with people you trust. And that is such a, yeah, that's such a toss-up challenge. Any, any, oh, so generally. I have a question. Is is the reason that we had this, you know, crazy episode basically where they're splitting up these two tribes, making them two smaller ones, is are the tribes so aligned by their previous tribes? Like, is is it so cast you know, the dike is cast so strongly that well, there would have been so little drama, so they had to kind of throw in this wrinkle. Is that something that the producers would do? What do you mean? Like, in other words, would people vote their tribe so obviously? In other words, would the vote be too obvious that it wouldn't be any drama? So they have to basically make them smaller tribes to basically almost incorporate, you know, in drama as an ingredient here. No, I think I think if there was a full tribal, there would have been a lot of drama. So I think I so, too. I, it because was just, I'm just trying to everybody I did this. Even if everybody's voting with their own tribe, like there's three tribes, so there's one right. tribe that's the swing vote, the swing tribe, so to speak. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just really just grasping at straws with why they would do this. Like I, it just seems so unnecessary. I guess. Yeah, this yeah. is fun. Ninety five percent of first Mary <laughs> Challenger who can just balance in awkward positions the best. That's, that's true. Yeah, I, I mean the only thing I could think of is like, so I I know when they started this new era of Survivor, starting at Survivor Forty One, a big thing Jeff hammered home in interviews and whatnot is that. It's it's harder to escape part of the monster is it's harder to avoid a vote. We're like, you know, there's not there's not two tribes of ten at any point. There's not a merge swap at fourteen where there's two tribes of seven. Is that the numbers are always very small and that tribal councils are always very small. That sort of seems like that's part of their new theme where they want as many small tribal councils as possible. But I think that's pretty fucking stupid. I think that getting some big tribal councils is. There is a like I don't know if they think oh it's it's harder to have a smaller tribal council I mean yeah statistically speaking you're more likely to go home but there's more strategy at play I think sometimes in a larger I don't know I I just I, I just want to fucking watch Survivor <laughs> we're all frustrated yeah I, I think I think we're all in unison yeah. yeah I think I've been saying like we've all been saying this the best part is when it gets down to like one large tribe and they just keep delaying it. Like, they just keep doing whatever they can to not get us to that point. I can't imagine anybody watching tonight that when they split it up into two teams, they're like, oh, okay, good. Like, this is – I'm glad we're doing this. Like, nobody wanted that to happen. Tommy, we're, was was tonight worse than Hourglass? No. no, 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 no. If you were going to do no. it, why not just do it at 10? Like, why not just yeah. give us a normal 11-person tribal council tonight because they've done that. The past few seasons they have done that. I think it I think it was at ten or nine or something where they have done this, where the bigger tribe gets divided into two smaller tribes. But 
I don't know. I just want to see survive. And I, I, who still has an advantage? I, I can't even keep no. track of who has an advantage. Another thing with the advantages I've been saying this, I feel like it's stupid. It's not stupid, but stupid. You shouldn't have to actually have it with you. Yeah, I, I think that was very unfair to Matt. Where if why you would you, you ever fucking it. bring your bag to a? Ch- I, I guess I don't know. You have it. You should have it. Theoretically, yeah. I don't know if on Survivor, like they usually bring their bag to challenges. I feel like they don't. I feel like no, you shouldn't right. be expected to bring your bag to a challenge. And don't they usually bring your stuff to wherever you're going next? So let's say they were going to the old Soka tribe. Wouldn't their stuff be there waiting for them? I don't understand that. The, yeah, it should have been. And I mean, obviously, there was the thing where it's like Matt really wanted Franny to bring his bag. She doesn't bring his, but I mean, what he would have had the shot in the dark. That, that probably wouldn't have worked. Um, it's not like he had an. I mean, he had a fake idol in there. It's not like he had a real idol. He didn't know that though. He yeah, kind of did. So oh uh, yeah, I guess Danny kind of tipped him off. Danny and Carolyn have idols. Lorna's extra both. Yeah, Brandon has the. He has a fake. He has a fake idol. That he could, I guess, pass off as real if he wants. Does Jamie still have that fake idol? Oh, Jamie has an idol that is fake that she thinks is real. Yeah. Okay. Brandon has a fake idol that he knows is fake. Didn't isn't there another? Didn't does he? Jamie shine tonight. I feel like there was another thing in the. I feel like there was just another one put. It's impossible. I I liked when we could just figure out what one or two people had the idol. Back in my back in Clemmer's day, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show was better back then. I mean, I, I, look, I still love the show. It's still a very good show. Uh, and the nice thing is, after this week, you know, next week will probably be a regular episode, and we'll enjoy it. But the show was better back then. Yeah. So people saying Brandon used his idol in the first episode. Brandon used his real idol in the first episode, but when he found that, he also got a fake idol. Uh, and I think that yeah, he may have just told everybody that his idol is fake, but he still might physically have that on him if there's one or two people he could convince that that's real or hide it for somebody who then thinks it's real. I mean, not to sound like the old man, it was cool back in the day when one person had an idol and it was like, whoa, that mm-hmm. that's the guy with the yeah. idol. Now it's like, we need a scoreboard and a clumber. What's the thing you do at Mets games? Like you keep track yeah, of you need a scorebook. Yeah. We need one of those to keep track of who has what it, yeah. it's, it's gotten to be like, if probes, knew what he was doing. I know he does, but if he knew what we wanted, he would do like an old school season. Like, let's just get it back to the basics and just bones. play just bag of rice and killing rat survivor. That would be, if they just called it survivor back to the basics, two tribes of eight or two tribes of nine, whatever it is. New school players and the old school rules. Ah, it writes itself. The food right. challenges. Yeah. Is it old, is it old racist guys on the beach? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Rudy, rest in peace. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, it, just, it, it was it was both a lot happening and nothing happening at the same time. Yeah, we're. Uh, I mean, I guess Heidi finding the advantage. Uh, you know, at first Franny is like, "Well, let's use it to protect Matt." Heidi's all for it. Then she's like, well, wait a minute. Those two are kind of close. I kind of like Jam Jam. Maybe I want to use it to protect Jam Jam. Uh, she does end up using it to protect Matt, um, as we talked about. But, uh, yeah, that was just such a dumb twist. I'd like to hear some of that reasoning as well. Why Why did she do that? I guess Franny just got to her, just convinced her. No idea. I, I don't know. 
they didn't show it. So it's a little frustrating. I, yeah, tribal. I really hated that tribal. I mean, it was just Jeff basically said he's like, yeah, Matt. You know, it's you or it's Matt or Jam Jam. Matt cries about social anxiety. Jam Jam's crying about Puerto Rico or something. Like it, it was. It was just. This is like that's not what Survivor Tribal should be. Is not who can cry the most. It should be they should be going at each other's fucking throats and being like, "This person needs to go because of this. I should stay because of this." It just maybe I'm just in a bad mood, I, but I wasn't. It's a beautiful fucking day out. Uh, but I, I just I really was annoyed at at this episode. You know, they should have had the whole argument about uh, like who Heidi's vote. Like if that was up front that Heidi like, had this vote that she could take from somebody. That could have been like the premise of the entire tribal. That would have at least been a little bit interesting. They were mm-hmm. arguing about that, trying to convince Heidi what to do with it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there was that no makes... strategy to Heidi's. Yeah. yeah, like why weren't they bartering with her? I don't know because they didn't tell anybody until it was all done. They Crazy. just gave two sob stories instead. I think that's why what Jeff they... was trying to indirectly do. I think Jeff was trying to make them both plead their case without knowing they were pleading their case. He, that's classic think, Jeff overthinking. Just how just, funny and confused the five at actual tribal must have been when it's Jeff said it's time to vote <laughs> and Heidi stood up and said, "Jeff, I have something to say." They were probably like, "Who is that lady? <laughs> like, why is Heidi just now talking? What is Heidi about to do?" Like, they must have been absolutely. They thought she was the woman holding the boom mic this whole time. Like, she's in this game? Wait a minute. She's a contestant. She's allowed to talk. (laughs) This this woman's out of line. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, let let, good – people are like, you have any good – I mean, I think we're in the – I don't think this is us being negative. I think from everything I saw on Twitter and in the chat, I think most people are pretty down on that episode. I Uh, I, I will say – Echo the chat – and we, we talked about this last season. I can't remember exactly what, but when production sways outcomes more than the players do, that's when the show is at its worst. And that was tonight. And I mean, I, we've, we've been doing this episode for 30 minutes now. And we, it, what else can we really even say? It, it was just a bummer of an episode. And I mean, I, yeah, that stunk. That that just nice brick watch by the way, Tommy. Everybody's saying that too. Nice brick watch. Yeah, brick. I mean, get yours. It's great. I I'm becoming a watch guy. Um, yeah. I don't. I like. I think Matt. As much as I I didn't care for him, if I got voted out of Survivor that way, I'd be pretty fucking pissed. Like I, he was in a pretty good position, and then he happens to get on the wrong side of this. He has a one in four chance of going home. Like set seven of the eleven people tonight were immune. That should never happen. So there stupid. should never be set. Like that's crazy. <sighs> I want to hear Jeff's explanation for that. Well, good thing he's not on the podcast. He can't hide from the monster. That's what he would say. Yeah, no. I will not listen to Jeff Probst's podcast. It does not exist in my world. He also just he'll he'll make up some fake reasoning and try to convince people that he's right. This is just he has to take the L. He he is just not correct about whatever his reasoning is. Sounds like you guys are coming around on Jeff Probst a bit. (laughs) He's a great. I think Jeff is a great host and a bad exec a bad executive producer. John Rich was right. Hashtag it. I don't know. Working on the narrative. I keep waiting to really like this season. And I keep not liking this season. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of hype. 
it's... everyone was like, oh, this season's going to be great. We haven't got it. Oh, Pretty I mean, much. okay, here we go. Uh, Kane was annoying again. We can, you want to talk no, about that? He did nothing. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Finding his keys. He gets, he gets four seconds of screen time and he compares himself to Frodo or some shit. So shut up, Kane. <laughs> I don't even remember him being. I remember him looking for a key and him dropping a ball. Kane did nothing. He's doing just fine. Leaving Kane alone. Yeah, he, Kane he was just like, oh, this feels like Dungeons and Dragons. That's all. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, he couldn't keep his nerdy little mouth shut. Like, shut up. And Caroline was barely in tonight after being the star of oh, every she other. Was crying. She was crying about Jam Jam for a minute. Yeah. I don't know. I'm tonight telling so- you, Carson, and if we want to do positive, Carson continues to impress me. Mm hmm. Feels like he's always just in a good spot. People talking to him. Like, I'm telling you, Carson, Jam Jam, Caroline, that final three gets a little more likely every day. They showed them again, the three of them again in this yep. episode. I instantly thought of you. Uh, they, uh-huh. And that must be, it's the second time they've done that now. And they do kind of lean into it now. I'm starting to get on Tommy's side with this. I feel like there's a, there's something there. Maybe it won't even be final three, but I think at one point those three will come together in a big vote or something. And they're also just three likable characters. God. Let, all right, people want positivity. Let's do jib cuts. Let's who who's yeah. cut jib did you like to cut up this God. week? Um oh. I'll stick with Carson. Like I, I just was saying about Carson. I feel like we didn't see a lot of good tonight, but from what we saw about Carson, it seemed again like he was he was in his um honestly. Elephant. Uh, Franny, uh, I we I think we were early to her. I think she gets the game. I think she has a good understanding. She was strong tonight. Um, she's respected by her peers, and she now doesn't have that fucking lug good virgin to drag around in Matt. <laughs> she was getting a little bit too emotional about Matt for my liking. Yeah, she liked him too much. Did yeah. she call him him her rock, or did he call her his rock? I think they're both each other's rocks. Yeah. Never heard of love? Can't wait for them to have heartburn. Maybe she'd go for a cow. I thought they were going to make out when he got voted off. <laughs> yeah, just, that would have been a move. I was rooting for it. Would have been a, move, a storybook ending. I Remember mean, Matt, Matt yeah. is going back to Ponderosa, absolutely praying Franny gets voted out so they could just start going at it. Dude, he's going to be a geyser once he gets back there. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Matt is going to get back there and instantly jerk. Yeah. That was gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. Um, so I just sent you guys. So I, I feel like every week me reading off the list can be a little confusing. In our Snuffing Torches chat, go look. I I sent you guys everybody you have selected for mm-hmm. Survivor, Survivor, 0.0 and winner pick. Survivor, Survivor, I'll go first so you guys can look at your list. I've used Josh. I've used Orange Matt. I've used Carson. I've used Lauren. I've used Heidi. Who do I think is definitely not going home next week? Ah, oh, this is a tough one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Jam Jam. I feel like Jam Jam. Oh, I already. Oh, no, I haven't used him. I feel like Jam Jam just keeps. He's been so close to getting voted out now so many times in a row where I feel like it's going to be a reset. And he is, he's going to be like a little bit safe. Uh, Nate, you're a survivor, survivor who's not going home next week. You've used Jam Jam, Matt, Carson, Franny, Danny. I hope I'm not late on using this pick, but I don't feel strong about it. But Carolyn, 
I have, like she's not going I, home next week. I don't think. I don't. The fact that she was barely in tonight doesn't give me the utmost confidence. Like they're phasing her out, but uh, I'll, I'll use her while I can, Caroline. Kalani. So I've used Caroline, Heidi, Lauren, Franny, and Jam Jam. Yeah. I do, 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 do. I might go with friggin' oh my god, I'm blanking out. They're all still in the game, which is tough. I think I'm gonna use Danny. Not the idol, but yeah, like we said earlier. I, I think they're, they're gonna be gunning for him. He's he's too hot. They're gonna be gunning for him. Uh John Rich. Uh, so this is who is definitely not getting out next week. Right. Now, and if the person you select goes home next week, you're eliminated. But also with this, if you run out of players and you have nobody else to pick, you're also eliminated. So it's better. People that you've already used in this, it's good for them to go home. All right. I am going to – fuck. <laughs> you've used Brandon, Fran, yeah. Josh, Carolyn, Danny. I'm crushing myself. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm looking. Sorry. I'm taking forever. You Where know you what? I have – I haven't been saving my picks at all, which is like the opposite of what you should be doing. I've just been going with the most guaranteed ones, I guess, in my mind. I think there's a strategy and, to that. And I'll just go, go with Carson. Carson's not going home next week. All right, and Clemmer? Yeah, everyone I picked is still in the game as well, so it makes it tough. I'm going to go with Danny. I think Danny's time in this game is short. I think he will survive next week, ideally because he has the idol. But I, this was not a good episode for Danny's survival. Mm. All right, so then we have our 0.0% chance. These are people you think have no chance to win the game. We don't want to call this the Gabler tier, obviously. <laughs> Basically, everybody wins this unless somebody you picked for 0.0 wins the game, which I would have lost last year. So far, for my people, I have 0.0% chance of winning. I say Jam Jam, Jamie, Heidi, Josh, Green, Matt, and Lauren. I feel pretty good about that. I, I don't think any of those six people are going to win. If I had to add one, well, I do have to add one more person to that. I'm going to say I love her. I No, I'm not using Caroline. I'm not using Caroline yet. Because I still, I don't think she's going to win, but I just, I can't out of principle use her. Um, I will go with, I'll go with Danny. As much as I hate to do it, I don't think Danny's going to win. That's fair. Nate? I hate I hate that because he's my survivor winner pick, but he doesn't seem to have that. Yeah. Fuck. Tonight uh, was like, I feel like setting up a Danny arc where he maybe goes home. Yeah, I feel like they've just dropped the ball with his edit. Like he could have been like an all time like character and then got voted out. And I just, they haven't gone a hundred percent like in on him. Like, like made him into a thing and that disappoints me. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go for zero point zero. I haven't used Jamie, so I'll go Jamie. Oh layup. Plenty. Yeah. Um agree with you, Tommy. Like I just said, I don't see Danny winning. I feel like when they started the episode off with them talking about possibly getting him out that Danny's not long for this world. So I think I'm gonna go Danny as well. John Rich. I'm going Danny too. Shoo. He's done. Danny. 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 Danny's done. Yeah, I'm gonna, I haven't used I haven't used Jamie yet, so I'm going to go with Jamie there. I think Jamie's got a shot. There's no I, she shot. wouldn't win the final thing. Like she, how would she? Right. She, how, I don't think she would appeal to the jurors. I, I don't. I don't know. Like, think about who's been winning recently. Like, uh, she'd be the most disappointing person to win. So fuck it. Like, it might be her. 
I'll, I'll tell you this. Jamie ain't winning. Heard that Jamie about Gabler. Jamie has no chance to win. No. Jamie I, has – I feel very confident. that before. J- new, new game, 0.00% chance, Jamie. Jamie. Um, Mathematically. Winner picks. I've been going back between Carson and Franny. I'm going to stick with Carson just because I like the idea still of that Carson Jam Jam Caroline final three. Tommy, can I hop on that? Uh, Carson, we could look back and be like, duh, obviously he was going to win. He's been shining. He's been very good. Yeah, but that obvious person hasn't been winning. I agree. But if, I I mean, if he wins, it could be a very easy, like he dominated. He's been, he's been great. Um, I think Franny has a good shot at winning. I've been going with Danny this whole time. I'm going to choose him again just because I've chosen him every week, but I don't feel great about it. I think this is Franny or Carson's game to lose. So this person, you know, put in the chat, this era of survivor, the absolute bums win the game era, where we've had Erica, Marianne, Gabler. I think a big reason for that, where it feels like we've had surprising or confusing winners, is because of all these twists where – Good player, not that Matt was a great player, but good players can get screwed over by right. a twist that you know gives them a 25% chance of getting voted out when there's 11 people left in the game. That's why I think the issue with all the the more variables and twists you put in the game, I don't think that surviving all of them makes you a better player. I mean, that would right. be what Jeff says is survivor, whatever they throw at you, you have to adapt right. to to a degree, yes. But there's so, all, that just is more room for bad luck to happen. Yeah, the higher variance of the game, the more likely a worse player will win. It's, right. It levels the playing field. Yes. You know, it's like it's like it's if a football game. If there's bad weather, the it, it levels the playing field. There's a weird variable there, and that's right. what's happening here. You know, a basketball game where it's like the Buck, the Milwaukee Bucks are playing the Pistons or something, and it's like, well, today actually every shot from like in the paint counts as eight points. Like if you just have random things that like don't, like if you hit the backboard, but it doesn't go in, that's worth four points. It's, it's like, I mean, like, all right, well, they're the better yeah. team, but I don't know if, if those rules, how that's going to work out. The, the more strategic and harder any game is, the more likely the better player will win. It's like, I can't go and win a game of chess because it's an extremely complicated game, but anybody can sit down at a poker table because it's more of a, there's more luck factor in that. So the easier, like the higher variance game, blah, 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 blah. Yes. But the difference there though, is that chess never changes. The pieces always do the same things. That's what I'm saying. Like the more structured and like a game is the more, the more talented players will win. Correct. Glenny, you've used Kane and Danny for your winners. You stick with Danny or going back to game, bro. Obviously. Stay on the Fran train. Train. Yeah, she didn't impress me necessarily this week, but uh, are we allowed? Like, if I, I'm not gonna do this, I'm picking Franny. Can we switch and then go back to Franny if I wanted to? Yeah, the winner pit. There's no really game. Sure. With the okay, okay. It's I'm just more of like, who do you think right now is the best chance to win? Okay, got it. I'm Franny. Uh, and Clemmer. Yeah, I agree with all of you that this episode, in a weird way, helps Franny. You know, I, I just think Matt eventually would have been obviously a huge liability, so I'm gonna stick with Franny. Um, all right, let's end with maybe Bozos of the Week. I'm going to go Bozos of the Week, yeah. Jeff Probst, or just the producers, whoever decided on this stupid fucking twist. Loney? I'm going to go with um, – I'm pretty pissed that Matt couldn't get his bag. Whoever decided Matt couldn't get his bag, he's my Bozo of the Week. 
Uh, John Rich? Uh, fuck. I want to give it to Matt just because he annoyed me the most. Yeah, I'll give it to Matt. He, I felt most... Man, that's really rubbing salt in the wound. I, I felt most annoyment when he was on the screen throughout the episode. That's fair. Uh, Nate? I mean, do you, who, what's her name? Heidi? Who did... who? Just made enemies out of the entire tribe. Yeah, but I, I don't really nah. blame her. No, I know, I, I don't either. I, I think she was trying to throw away the vote, and she ended up looking like a bozo for no reason. It's uh, yeah, Jeff Probst, bozo of the week by far. And Clummer, I'm gonna go with co bozos of the week. Uh, Matt and Jam Jam for wasting our time with the strategy that made no sense yeah. and was yeah. just stupid. Yeah, well, that was mind boggling. You you know the only thing. Heidi could have done is announce that she thinks the advantage is stupid and then like let Lauren choose who she like that would, that would have been like the only way I think she could have actually played it and not made enemies yeah this person <laughs> seven people got the immunity only six people got the PB&J they hand out immunity like crazy what, uh, a, what a shitty oh. reward too it's like a it's like a uh, Poor person award. Well, that's filling. PB I love PB. PB and J is good. Some good protein there. Some sweetness. It came in like a brown bag. It's. I mean, it's whatever. It's fine. You ever see them in challenges and they give them a whole bowl of fucking peanut butter? They treat like a treat like it's gold. It's nostalgia. Brown bag. PB and J's. I'll tell you what. I don't eat a lot of PB and J's. I like when COVID first hit, and we were just like stuck inside. I was eating a lot of PB and J's for lunch. They still hit. Like mm-hmm. I haven't had a PB and J probably since then, but. A good peanut, and it's hard to find a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like you have to basically go and make one yourself. Like I, I can't think well, of anywhere you can hard. order a PB and J. What? Uncrustables. Yeah, but I'm saying like there's no like you can't get a PB and J at a deli. You should be you able can. to get a PB and J at a deli or a bagel. I bet you can if you asked. I you can. Think you can on a nice toasted bagel. It's delicious. Shout yeah. out, shout out, Crema Nut Company in Columbus. They have delicious PB and Js. If you're ever in Columbus, Ohio, you can go order a PB and J. Add John Rich over here. Mm-hmm. Small, <laughs> little small local business. Used to buy yeah. packaging supplies from. Free them. Ad. We don't do free ads on this show, but I did get this Brook Watch, uh, especially for local businesses. Out, mm-hmm. um, all right, that's all I got. Do you guys have anything else? Hey, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. We'll be back next week. It'll be a better episode. Yeah. Vibes will just, be higher. Just let all nine people, or let however many people are left, just let them all vote. That's all I ask. Just do a challenge yeah. where they the winner gets immunity and the rest of them vote. That's all I want. Yeah. All right. Like, subscribe, five-star yeah. review, whatever. I'm doing it right now, Tommy. All right. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye-bye.